0: Welcome back to the Shala Ayurveda podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. This podcast is your Ayurvedic companion. <laughs> I'm here to help guide you with Ayurvedic wisdom, tips, tools, recipes, remedies, lifestyle practices, everything you need to learn Ayurveda and live more Ayurvedically. I hope you find the episodes really useful and if there's something that you would like me to record an episode on or if you have a question or if you'd like to work together one-on-one please send me a message let me know I'm here for you and I hope you enjoy the show Good morning, everyone. It is a beautiful sunny day in Melbourne, Australia. Finally, after many days and weeks of cold and rain weather, my doshas have been very confused because we're in summer, so Pitta should be ramping up, but it's been windy, so Vata's getting aggravated, and yeah, it's been a little all over the place, but I think that it's starting to turn and summer is coming, I hope. Um, Today, I wanna talk to you about the 20 gunas, or the 10 pairs of gunas. These are, in Ayurveda, we most often hear about the doshas, um, which are made up of the five elements, fire, water, earth, wind, and space. Um, and the, but the gunas, I believe, are actually just as important. Well, I guess they're complementary, but they're a really crucial part of intuitively understanding and living ayurvedically. And when we can understand the gunas and respond to the gunas, and, um, we can really make decisions that are so simple and intuitive. So, okay, before I keep going on about the gunas, you're probably wondering what guna means. So guna means quality in Sanskrit. And it can be a little confusing because there are different ways that um, the word or the term gunas is used. There are also the gunas of the mind, the qualities of the mind, which is tamas, rajas, and sattva. And you might have heard of this in Ayurveda but also in yoga. Um, and this is important concept as well, and one that I will do a podcast on, but today I'm not talking about those gunas. I'm talking about the twenty gunas which are more related to the qualities of everything. Um, these gunas can be related to food, related to seasons, related to our body. They're basically 20 qualities or descriptive qualities that exist in everything we see and eat. Um, and look at, and some are more prominent than others. And you'll notice that each of the doshas are made up of their own gunas, probably five or six. So you can categorize the gunas into the doshas, but you can also look at the gunas of food, look at the gunas of emotions. And so maybe to make more sense of this, I will tell you what the 10 pairs of gunas are. So we have cold and hot, we have light and heavy, we have soft and hard, We have sharp and dull. We have dry and oily. We have rough and slimy. We have liquid and dense. We have mobile and static. We have subtle and gross. And we have clear and cloudy. So some of those are like more obvious and some of them you will recognize are qualities of the doshas. So for example, vata is cold, dry, light, rough. So that they're the gunas of vata and then pitta is hot oily light sharp so they're the gunas of pitta and then kapha is dull heavy stagnant and cold so they're the gunas of kapha and what's really cool about understanding the gunas is that I guess one of the most important concepts in Ayurveda is like attracts like and opposite creates balance. You've probably heard me talk about this concept before. It's a very prominent theory in Ayurveda and it's so simple and it's so intuitive and it's so obvious, but also so ignored. And so obviously if we've got a lot of something then doing more of that will create more of the issue in our body and doing the opposite will create more balance or um more health or less of the issue in our body for example we're feeling hot we're feeling bothered we're feeling irritable we might be feeling angry we might be having inflammation if we go and eat chili peppers which are also hot we're going to get more of those symptoms whereas if we go and drink some coconut water we're going to experience less of those symptoms because the cooling effect of coconut balances the heat that we're feeling in our body, so it's so obvious, and maybe it kind of feels too obvious. But it's, it kind of feels too obvious that we don't really live by it. And when I started living by this principle, like attracts like, opposite creates balance, it really simplified a lot of things in my life. Even food choices. I think, how am I feeling right now? Okay, I'm feeling a bit heavy and sluggish. I'm not going to eat a pasta or rice because that's heavy and sluggish. I'm going to eat something light and refreshing. Um, And so it's so simple, but it's really powerful. So the way I like to use the Gooners is especially with in relation to intuitive eating. So one of the things, one of the keys I look at and think about pretty much with every meal is what am I feeling? Am I feeling cloudy-headed? Because if I'm feeling cloudy in the head, I want to eat something more clear. Like if I'm feeling cloudy headed and I go eat a bowl of potatoes, I'm probably going to feel more foggy headed. But if I have a nice broth, nice broth soup, that kind of helps lighten me and energize me. Or if I'm feeling really heavy, I might have a quinoa salad. Or if I'm feeling really hot, I might have a really fresh herb, um, like a lot of fresh herbs like mint and basil or um, and coriander to really – freshen and cool me down so thinking about what we're feeling and then thinking about what will balance that can be a really simple and powerful way to make decisions now this can relate to food um, but it can also relate to activities so if I'm feeling again really like heavy and sluggish I probably need to get moving and I'm probably better off doing some dancing or going for a run getting in the fresh air like what are the things that will make me feel light and energized um whereas if I'm feeling already really lightheaded, a bit anxious a bit scattered then going for uh doing things that create more movement are probably going to aggravate that and i might be better off doing some really beautiful grounding in yoga to balance that lightness with some groundedness so again so simple but really beautiful and intuitive way to think about your day think about your food choices thinking think about your activities um, another thing that is less recognized is that our emotions also have qualities and gunas So when you think about the emotion of love, what do you think? Is it warm? Is it cold? Is it um, dry or is it moist? I know a lot of people hate that word. Sorry, I have no problem with the word moist. So I use it. A lot of people don't like it. Um, Is it, then think about uh, emotion. So to the point of love, I mean, love is just, beautifully warm and moist it's just like think about a big warm hug and we actually use this terminology we might be like oh that person was so cold and everyone knows what we mean by that it means that they kind of shut us out a little bit um and so emotions also have these properties like anxiety is a very light emotion depression is a very heavy emotion so it naturally if we're feeling depression or feeling that heaviness even though we might feel like the pasta and the ice cream and the bread that's the worst thing that we can have because like attracts like and opposite creates balance so what we need is really light and invigorating food fresh vegetables some fruit things that are going to really give us that energy the contrary when we're feeling anxiety heavy food is actually can be really beneficial to ground us so when we're feeling that scatteredness or anxiety, having some rice and root vegetables will help bring us down to earth. If we're feeling angry, what is angry? Is it a cold emotion or a hot emotion? It's a hot emotion. Think about the saying, she's so red faced. You know, it's like anger. So don't go eat a hot chili pepper curry because it's gonna stimulate that heat in your body which is gonna create more feelings of agitation and anger. So again, maybe go just have a really nice cooling, um, salad, um, or, uh, and I know salads aren't super supported in Ayurveda. So I'm not talking about like the full raw, pure raw salad, but you can have a nice grain salad with quinoa and, and different herbs, coriander and mint salads aren't the enemy in Ayurveda. It's just how they're done. again some coconut water and using those cooling spices so thinking about yeah different emotions and how we can balance them can also be a really beautiful way to think about the gunas and I was gonna say something else but I lost my train of thought Um, I will trust that if it was that important it will come back to me Um, maybe not today, maybe in another episode because I'm going to wrap up now. So, yeah, the gunas, something that is simple, powerful, really beautiful way to eat and live intuitively. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. I hope this has been helpful and I hope that you have having a beautiful day. If you have questions about the gunas or anything else, Let me know, send me a message if there's something you really want to hear me talk about. I would love for you to reach out to me. I'm always looking for new topic ideas or I can address it in my next Q&A. All right, I'll see you. I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for being here and I hope that you loved this episode. If you have something that you would love me to address in one of my episodes, whether that be a health challenge or a health goal or just a question about one of the aspects of Ayurveda, I would really love to. Um, so please send your questions and um, topic suggestions to my email, which is katie at Thank you so much again for being here and I hope that Ayurveda is beginning to show up in your life in the most beautiful of ways.